All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're tuned in to Oilers Nation every day with Tyler Uramchuk. Live every weekday on the Nation Network YouTube. It is a Sherwood Ford giant game day edition of Oilers Nation every day. Edmonton, Buffalo, Oilers, Sabres, and that means McDavid versus Eichel. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. All right, let's get into this game tonight with the lead. As always, we are streaming to you live on the Oilers Nation Twitter, live on the Oilers Nation Facebook, and live on the Nation Network YouTube, where you can hit up the comments section and give me your take on tonight's matchup. We're also coming to you live from the Sports Closet Studio, three locations in Edmonton, Sherwood Park, St. Albert Mall, and Kingsway Mall as well. Edmonton, Buffalo. No McDavid and Eichel. We're going to have a little bit on that coming up throughout the show as well. But I want to dial in and focus on the Oilers to begin tonight. They lost their last game to the Calgary Flames. You obviously know that. But what are you looking for tonight from the team? It's a one-and-one start to the season, and that's fine. There's no reason to panic through two games if you're an Oilers fan. One-and-one, one, that, that's completely normal. You played a good team on Saturday in Calgary and you lost. It's whatever, right? But I think there are... A few things to keep an eye on with this Oilers team. The one game that they did win, they had to come back. They had to rely on their power play very heavily. Their special teams as a whole had to be relied on very heavily. They've been going to the box a ton throughout this season, and they haven't been that good at five-on-five. So my question to you, give me your take in the chat. 
What is one thing other than a win that you're looking for tonight specifically from the Oilers? What is one thing that if it happens or if they bring it in that area tonight, you'll sit back and go, all right, I feel really good about where this team's at. For me, I want to see them rack up the five-on-five shots. You can see at the bottom of this little graphic here, the Oilers are averaging 27 shots per game so far this season. But that's actually not that good. They're 25th in the NHL in five-on-five shots, four per 60. All in all, they're 27th in the league in shots four per game, if you include power play and penalty kill in that as well. They need to be a bit better at five-on-five. When you look at how deep this forward group is up front, I talked about this on yesterday's show, they need to be able to consistently dominate hockey games. And against Calgary, there was a little stretch in the second period for four or five minutes where they really brought it to the Flames in Calgary's end of the ice. Other than that, they were not even close to being the better team at five-on-five. So there's a lot of things that go into becoming a better team at even strength. But for the most part, I'll be looking at this game and saying, hey, if the Oilers, yes, the power play is great. Yes, the power play should be able to get them a goal or two every night. That'll happen. But I want to see the Oilers really step it up and be the better team at five on five tonight against the Buffalo Sabres. Let me know in the chat what you are looking for. We already have a few answers. So if you want to take heard, click on the YouTube chat. If you're watching on Facebook or Twitter, we appreciate you. But go to YouTube, chime in on the show, be a part of the show. Oiler fan was in before we even started, said, let's go Oilers. He also said, it's always a good day when the Leafs lose. Speaking of Toronto, Jay Downton will join us in about 10 minutes here because it is a short forward giant game day. He is in Toronto right now, and I can see him at the bottom of my screen. You can't see him yet, but he is outside of uh, the Scotiabank Arena where it was. Yeah, see, there's a little live look into what Jay is doing uh, as he waits to join us on the show here. We'll chat with Jay in just a second. He is outside Scotiabank Arena where the Leafs lost to the Coyotes last night. I think the Leafs were like minus 400 favorites, and they lost that game. There's also a stat going around that the Leafs haven't beaten the Yotes in regulation in Toronto in like 20 years. It was like 2002 was the last time that happened. Also, just outside of Edmonton, what is going on with the Vancouver Canucks as well? They set an NHL record. They've blown a lead in three games to start the season. They're the first NHL team to start a year 0 for 3 when they had a multi-goal lead in each one of those games. So it's getting ugly in Vancouver. So if you're an Oilers fan and you're worried, and I'll admit, I'm, I'm a little worried about a few things, um, but there is no reason to complain when you compare it to what's going on in a place like Vancouver right now. Uh, Oiler fan said tonight he wants the Oilers to play harder for the puck. And I'm actually, I agree with that a little bit. I look at the Oilers lineup and like Zach Hyman always brings it. You know, McDavid drives out, they're always bringing it. Evander Kane is like a good physical or a good source of physical energy at five on five. But one guy who's been frustrating me like a little bit in that department is actually Ryan McLeod. Like he's so fast. He goes into the zone so hard. And it's a lot of flybys. I'd love to see McLeod. I'd love to see Fogel step up his, his physical game as well. Uh, Grizzly Adams wants a good start. I think you speak for the entire fan base when you say you're looking for a good start. Uh, Chris says, I want the D to show more toughness. Well, then you'll like the addition they're making on the back end today as Marcus Niemelainen was recalled from the Bakersfield Condors and he will be in the lineup this evening for the game. Flynn McCoy says Holloway to not get buried on the fourth line. Well, that'll happen if the Oilers don't go down 3 nothing early and then Woodcroft goes right back to McDavid and Drysaddle. Like, if they can keep the consistent top nine that they're expected to have tonight for the whole game because they got off to a good start, 
Holloway will get more meaningful minutes. So um, let's, we got some takes from the chat there. I want to get Liam Horbin's take though on what he's looking for from the Edmonton Oilers tonight. I believe it's a 7 p.m. puck drop between Edmonton and Buffalo. Liam, what are you looking for this evening? I think like what a lot of people have said, just come out and be in the game to start and just obviously don't spot a 3 nothing lead. That'd be a good thing too. But just kind of play their game and not have someone else dictate how it's going to go for them. I just want the game plan to be executed. I want to see Connor McDavid and Drysaddle on different lines. Like someone mentioned Holloway getting buried. Like I just want to see this team be playing how they're kind of set up to be playing like the guys on each line just good five on five play and obviously the power play i think is going to execute every game anyway and the penalty kill should have a decent game as well if it gets to that point with buffalo literally at zero percent on the power play so far this year so again just to see everyone play in the roles they're supposed to play and just kind of move forward and, and win a game they're supposed to win to be honest yeah, I, I think you made a good point there. Like, let's see if the Oilers can actually build something here against the Sabres. Because against Vancouver and Calgary, you're just scrambling and chasing the game. Like, establish your game a little bit here tonight and start to build up a little bit of momentum. Uh, someone in the chat, Oiler fan, said we need another shutdown game from Stuart Skinner. And he will get the start. It's a freshly shaven Stuart Skinner getting the start as well. But how about the little run that he's been on recently in his last two NHL regular season games? He goes 31 for 31 against the Calgary Flames. Not technically a shutout because he didn't play the whole game, only like 50-some minutes or whatever. But his last NHL appearance before that in the regular season was last February when he pitched a 20-save shutout against the San Jose Sharks. Game before that, he stopped 21 of 23 against the Montreal Canadiens. So when you look, when you take his last three NHL regular season games, Skinner's humming along at like a, I can't do the math live on the air right now, but he's humming along at like a 950-plus save percentage. So honestly, I think expecting a good start from Stuart Skinner like isn't the craziest thing in the world. Um Skinner's getting the start between the pipes. You see his career stats right there. Man, if the Oilers could get this guy to be a 263 and 915 goalie for his entire career, you're laughing. You are laughing. Uh, but here's how the rest of the Oilers lineup will look for this evening's game. McDavid will center Kane and Yamamoto. Dreisaitl will center Hyman and Pugliarvi. Nugent Hopkins will center Fogel and Holloway. Shore and McLeod are the extra forwards on the fourth line because... The Oilers are going 11-7 and seven this evening, so Derek Ryan is out of the lineup. You see Marcus Niemelainen in there on the bottom right of your screen. He's going to slot in as the seventh defenseman. Nurse, CeCe, Murray, Bouchard, Kulak, Barry is the rest of the blue line for the Oilers. Liam, do you like that they're going 11-7? and seven? Got to turn it off mute if you want to talk. What they should do, yeah. I like the 11-7. and seven. I think it gives them some flexibility within the game as well to be like, okay, Nima Line is not working with Bouchard. Let's move those guys around. Let's try him with Nurse. Like, just kind of get a feel of how everyone plays with each other. Maybe then you can further down the road establish what your true parents are and how you can yep. thrive as a team moving forward. Yeah, I, I think that's a good point. Um, I, I don't mind 11 and 7 tonight, just simply based off how how the blue line looked against Calgary. Like, not a lot of guys on that back end had good games. And you know what? Tonight, if Barry's struggling again or the Murray-Bouchard pairing is struggling, you have a little bit of built-in insurance with a guy like Nima Linen, who had a really, really solid camp 
being able to just slide right into the lineup. So that's how the Oilers are lining up. Uh, but let's get to know the Buffalo Sabres a little bit. Tonight's opponent for the Oilers. Not off to a great start are the Sabres. They're a team who is expected to take a bit of a step forward this year, but they're one and one to kick things off. Rasmus Dahlin, Victor Olofsson, both with three points on the season. J.J. Paterka is a guy you may not have heard of, but he's really making some noise on the Sabres' third line. The rookie forward has two points in two games already. Rookie forward, young forward, rookie D-men, young D-men. That's kind of the theme of this entire Sabres lineup. So we can dig into that. The top line for Buffalo, Tage Thompson with Jeff Skinner and Alex Tuck. That trio had a lot of success together last season. The second line, Casey Middlestat with Rasmus Asplund and Victor Olofsson, who we mentioned, three points in two games. Dylan Cousins, the workhorse from Whitehorse, world junior star with J.J. Paterka and Vinny Hinestroza on the left side. Peyton Krebs, the other piece in the Jack Eichel deal with Kyle Ocpozo and Zemgis Gergensens. Matthias Samuelson on the blue line. He's the $30 million man, hasn't even played 82 career NHL games, and the Sabres locked him up seven years, $30 million. He's on the top pairing with Rasmus Dahlin. Owen Power with Henry Yokoharu. Jacob Bryson with Ilya Labushkin. Uh, that blue line for Buffalo is definitely a spot I think the Oilers can expose, Liam. Like, again, this blue line could be one of the best in the NHL in three, four years. Right now, it's raw, it's inexperienced, and it's a whole bunch of guys who haven't had to or haven't got to play against Connor McDavid yet in their careers. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a tough task for that Buffalo blue line. Like you said, just a, a lot of young players who are going to experience this Oilers offense, which is one of the best in the league. And it'll be definitely a different flavor for the Oilers after going up against Calgary on Saturday. And, you know, Calgary's going to be known as one of the best blue lines in the NHL this season. And the Oilers managed to score three goals against them. So I'd be curious to see how well they can do tonight. As for the forward group, like, we were kind of talking off air. Like, it's probably one of the deeper forward groups Buffalo has had for a long time. Like, there's a lot of talent in that group. Obviously, it's young and inexperienced, but... Buffalo feels like one of those teams in the next couple of years that's really going to start pushing for some and making some noise in the Eastern Conference. I, I like what they've done with the forward group. Yeah, I like Tuck. I like Thompson, Asplin, Paterka, Cousins, Krebs. Like, even Olafson is still pretty young. Middle stat's been a guy who's been up and down throughout his career, but like he still has a bit of potential. This team could be really good in a few years. This team could be really good on any given night as well. But I also just think this year when I look at the Sabres, I, there's just not enough veteran presence there. I think they're going to be a little inconsistent throughout the season. Like When you look at those three teams in the East who are expected to take steps forward this year, I like Ottawa more than I like Buffalo. I like Detroit more than I like Buffalo. Buffalo just... Again, the young, raw talent is there. There's just not enough depth to support all these young pieces. So on any given night, they could really find a way to bring it. But I also think there's going to be some ugly, ugly stretches for the Buffalo Sabres uh, this season. Speaking of ugly stretches, the Toronto Maple Leafs off to a 2-2 two and two start. Uh, let's I, I, let's bring in Jay finally because he's outside the Scotiabank Arena. And that's where I'm going with this transition here on a Sherwood Ford giant game day. Jay, is the city of Toronto melting down? You are making me freeze my everything off right now. It is like four degrees in Toronto right now. Uh, yes, I am standing outside of Scotiabank Arena with my new best friend, Statue Matt Sundin, where the scene <laughs> of the crime last night took place where Arizona Coyotes came in yet again and stole another win against Toronto. I'm here uh, uh, with Playmaker uh, doing an Investor Day thing, and I comment, yes, I did pitch him in Oilers Nation flannel and a blackout Oilers Nation hat. 
Um, and I found myself defending the Leafs. It was so weird. I'm like, why are these words coming out of my mouth? But anyways, uh, scene of the crime. Toronto's a shit show. That's good for us. We love chaos. Uh, but anyways, that's enough of Toronto. Let's talk about this. Okay, let's uh, let's talk Oilers. I will not pester you with any more Leafs questions. Stuart Skinner, getting it's the call tonight in Toronto. between it's the so pipes. Cold. Yeah, well, I don't know why you're outside. You could have gone inside. Well, because I, mean, I came out here for effect. We did our thing at Real Sports over here, so I came out here for effect. I don't care. Don't worry. It's all good. I got my nation flannel on. I'm staying warm. So, man. Yeah, this is like a this is a good commercial for the nation flannel. It will keep you warm when it's my <laughs> or when it's only four degrees outside. Uh, Stuart Skinner, do you oh, like yeah. it tonight? I love it. Like Skinner came in and made what thirty-one. It was essentially a full game shutout. Is what he came and performed last game against Calgary. Yeah. So uh, he showed very promise. And I know it was probably a scheduled start from already, but like I would still, if it wasn't, still start him just based on his play and uh, give Jackson time to settle in here in Edmonton. Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, Coombsy was on the show yesterday, and he said no matter what, he would go back to uh, Campbell on Thursday. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. I think that if Skinner comes in today and plays really well, and we're talking about like three straight appearances dating back to last year where maybe he's only given up like one goal or maybe no goals across them, not to jinx anything here. Um, I think you keep rolling with the hot hand and like, Jack Campbell, $5 million man, I get it. But it's a long season. And I also think when you look at their career numbers, like, there's a chance, and I said this at the start of the year, there's a legitimate chance there are 10 to 12 game stretches throughout this year where Stuart Skinner's the man for this team. Like, that shouldn't be unexpected. But we do got to get Jack going. Like, we do have to get him going. So I I, I, I think I agree with Coom. And you got to give Jack the next game because we still have a lot of season ahead of us. So we can afford to kind of take some lumps along the way. So even if Skinner has a big performance tonight, which you expect because it is the Sabres, even though they do have a lot of firepower, um, I feel like you got to give Jack a go. We got to get him going. Yeah. Um, I asked everyone in the chat off the start of the show what they're looking for tonight from the Oilers outside of a win. I said, I want to see him rack up those five on five shots. The chat was super active. A lot of people just want to see the Oilers compete harder, get off to a good start. When you think about tonight's game, like what's the biggest key to victory? What's the one thing you want to see? We have to, we, we've done this every game so far this season. We have to stop the brain dead first period where we just lay down and play very yep. sloppy and let these teams take advantage of us. We did it against Calgary and it cost us. Like we played well enough after that first period to win that game, but that first period, the damage is already done. So we need to come out hot. We need to, and once again, when we get to betting, I'll talk about how I'm going to bet uh, to try to manifest the outcome we need tonight. But uh, we have to take no prisoners tonight against Buffalo. This is a confidence-building win that we need to go chase tonight. Let me throw another thing out there. Um, the Oilers need to stay out of the box. They're averaging six power plays against through two games. That is the worst in the NHL. Like The fact that they aren't even playing a super intense or physical brand of hockey and still going to the penalty box, that's concerning for me. Like Find a way to be physical. Find a way to be more engaged. But I'm worried now that if they start doing that, it's going to lead to even more penalties. they got to stay out of the box tonight against Buffalo. Totally agree. Um, you know, we're not scoring five on five, so putting ourselves down a man is not going to help. Uh, so definitely got to keep focus on uh, taking less penalties tonight. Yeah, 100%. All right, well, what are you doing for betting? Uh, well, you got to go Oilers puck line for a few reasons. Uh, the bet's not juicy enough on the money line, but also the Oilers need to make a statement here and win by a bunch of goals. So it's just Oilers puck line, I'm in a floor tonight. And then 
I'll chase around some some goal scoring props. I know Connor's pissed, so he's probably plus two and a half tonight. You know he's gonna get a bunch of power play points, so probably gonna do that. That doesn't pay much, but you know what? You gotta bet on our boy. And then we'll. Uh, I feel like we're gonna get some weird secondary scoring tonight from someone. So probably gonna sprinkle on a Holloway Fogel kind of. Oh, I think we lost Jay. I think we lost oh, Jay. My, my, oh, can you see me? My screen. My screen timed out. Oh, there you go. Snowing yeah, yeah, you're good now. You're right back. Now. Finish. It is snowing in Toronto. Yeah, I can see a, a snowflake has actually just landed on your camera. Uh, I know it's it's wild. Uh, well, I don't know what you said. Oilers puck line, and I'm gonna go like weird secondary goal from a full goal and a Holloway tonight. Okay, but perfect. Love bed, it. I will let you go warm up inside line. Real Sports. Go warm All up, right. Jay. Well, Thanks for doing everyone. a little popping. All right, go Oilers. Okay, let's get to the wrap today. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, it's always a little bit of chaos when uh, Jay joins us, but he'll be on for every Sherwood Ford giant game day edition of Oilers Nation every day throughout this season. If my math is correct, after today, there will be 79 more regular season editions of Sherwood Ford giant game days here on the show. Uh, just going through the chat here, AIDS, AIDS 780, Matt Savoy next year for Buffalo. Yeah. I mean, that's another first-round pick. St. Albert boy as well. His brother's in the Oilers system. Um, they, like, the talent's just going to keep coming for the Sabres. But, like, we all know this from watching the Decade of Darkness. You can bring in first-round pick after first-round pick and all of that. If you don't have good veterans and good depth around them, like, they're just going to drown. And, and, and you're not going to be able to properly develop anyone. So that's still my concern with the Sabres. They have Skinner. They have Tuck. They have Ocposo. Maybe I'm being a little hard on them. But I specifically look at that blue line. I know Rasmus Dahlin is sick. I know Owen Power is going to be really, really damn good. But I think their big mistake this offseason was not going out and finding a veteran blue liner to patrol things and get someone in there who, who these young guys can kind of lean on who's been there before. Because there's no reason why they didn't do it. They have $19 million right now in cap space, and they didn't go out and get a legitimate veteran blue liner. 
they went out and added Ilya Labushkin and they had Henry Yokoharu from a trade with Chicago the year before. But their oldest blue liner is Labushkin, who's 28. And I don't, has he even played like 200 NHL games in his career? I no, I don't think so. So I think that's where the Sabres are maybe fumbling it a little bit. Like I love what Detroit went out and did this offseason, right? They went out, signed Andrew Kopp, signed David Perron, signed Ben Sherratt. And with the cap going up, I think now's a time where if you have the money, you can spend a little bit on these vets because in three years when the cap goes up $10 million, you should still have enough to, to give contracts to your younger pieces when that time comes. So I like what Detroit did. I like what Ottawa did, right? Go get a guy like Claude Giroux. They're still one of those teams that's on the hunt for a blue liner as well. So I just I worry about the Sabres from a long-term perspective. I shouldn't say I worry about them. That's what I would be worried about if I was a Buffalo Sabres fan. A lot of Leafs hate in the chat, like Flynn saying, I believe in soup a thousand, ten thousand percent more than Matt Murray. That's one of the mysteries of the NHL offseason is why the Leafs just didn't find it in them to give an extra 400K and keep Jack Campbell around. I like Matt Murray. I, I get it. That's Kyle Dubas's guy, but I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I didn't love that from the Maple Leafs perspective. Um, let's get to our betting segment here, brought to you by our friends over at Betway and bring in Liam, who nailed it with the Colorado Avalanche bet yesterday. Good work. Thank you. Yeah, it was a successful night for the betting. <laughs> that was a two and one. Austin Matthews, um, you know, maybe. Maybe betting on the least right now just isn't a good idea. So I'll stop doing that one. But tonight, obviously, yeah. we're just going to focus on the Oilers. So I'm just going to go strictly kind of proppy tonight. Betway has all these really fun, like, pre-built ones. So I found these three. Power play goal and empty net, plus 250. You know, that could be something. The Oilers haven't been able to, like, break away in game so far. It's been a lot closer than it should be. So I don't mind that. McDavid to score and an assist, plus 140. He's done that now in back-to-back huh? -back games. And then Dreisaitl to score two or more assists, plus 225. He's also done that in both games. So I'm just kind of relying on the two big guns tonight to try and keep the win streak alive. And yeah, hopefully the Oilers can just go out and score a bunch of goals and we'll, we'll hit on this one. But not too many, so we get the empty net goal too. See, and that's why I'm I'm throwing your first one out. I'm not tailing you on that. Tailed you yesterday on the on the abs, but I just that one's just a little bit too randomy for me. Like if the Oilers go out and win four one, like you're just kind of hoop now at that point. I love that McDavid one because I think you know he could very easily keep the goal scoring streak going and the one plus assist. He hasn't been a big assist guy early in the season, but I think he can be tonight. Dry settle two plus assist. That's not bad value at plus two twenty five. Um, for me and my NHL bets, I got smoked last night. I am ice cold right now, but I know myself as a better. And I know that usually these cold streaks, I, I, I'm a streaky better, I should say. I go real cold and then I usually get pretty hot. Um, so I'm tonight on the NHL slate before I get to my Oilers ones. I'm taking the Devils to win in regulation at minus 130. I'm taking Steven Stamkos to go over three and a half shots on goal. He's averaging five per game. So I'm all over that. And I'm on the over in Columbus and Vancouver. So if you want some NHL bets tonight, those are the three I gave on the daily face-off show. Uh, I have been doing well with my Oilers bets on this show though, up about half a unit so far throughout the season. Last game, uh, nailed the dry saddle over one and a half points, missed on McDavid money line plus Oilers goal. Tonight, there are two that I've scoured the web to find 
on Betway, I love taking the Oilers' money line and McDavid over one and a half points. He usually eats against the Buffalo Sabres. Another game on home ice. I like this as a way to get the Oilers without risking it on the puck line while also getting plus money values. That's plus 115. Love that spot. And another bet I found is McDavid and Dreisaitl to each pick up a power play point. So they both got to do it. It is a parlay, but it pays out plus 145. They've hit this in back-to-back games. I've bet it in back-to-back games, and now I am sharing it with everyone. If you can find a way in a same-game parlay builder to do Dreisaitl and McDavid over half a power play point combined, I got it at plus 145. That is insane value, especially considering you know the, the Oilers take a lot of trips to the box. Buffalo is the fourth most penalized team. They're averaging five power plays against per game. If the Oilers get five looks on the man advantage tonight, I'm pretty confident McDavid and Drysaddle will each pick up a power play point. Buffalo's penalty kill also isn't that good this year. They're down at 17th in the NHL. So there's my thought process behind those two bets. I think McDavid continues to post up uh, big numbers tonight, and I think Drysaddle and McDavid can continue to cook it up on the power play. And I don't even mind the Jade out and puck line bet. I think this is an Oilers team who's going to come out hungry. Like, come on, Liam. There's no way they start. We'll play this tomorrow if they start bad again. But there's no way the Oilers start three straight games poorly, right? Uh, I hope not. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I truly, truly wouldn't put it past them at this moment in time. They're obviously a good team, but man, they just... I don't know what it is. It's just as long as I've known the Oilers, they just can't start games. It doesn't matter who's coaching. So hopefully tonight, I'd knock on wood, but this is a glass table. So I won't be doing that. So hopefully they can just figure it out on their own. The Oilers are plus 110 to win the first period this evening against the Buffalo Sabres. Um, I don't know if I'm confident enough to put money behind it, but I do think there's a chance we see the Oilers come out and get a, and get off to a good start tonight. It would at least be great to see. I'm trying to see if there's somewhere I can find who scores first, but I can't quite pull it up. I was just, gonna, uh, just asking, that, asking that too. I couldn't find it either. Uh, you starting that answer after I said there's no way they start bad three in a row, you go, uh, that doesn't give me uh, confidence. <laughs> it does not give me confidence. Electronic Jordan's prediction for tonight, Nuge, Bison King, and Kane goals. Euler fan and Chris both saying they think Kane finds the back of the net and does a little bit more tonight. Uh, yes, if you missed it earlier, Skinner is getting the start between the pipes. He was excellent against the Calgary Flames, stopping 31 of 31. And uh, McKay is in, says, Oilers puck line, maybe sprinkle Sabres under two and a half team total goals. And finally, he's also taking an Evander Kane anytime goal. What is that paying out? What are we getting on an Evander Kane? Any- Plus 129 is what I got it at. Or can we get a, no, sorry. What a Betway's got it. I read that wrong. Plus 125 on the Evander Kane anytime goal. So not a terrible spot there either. Uh, Yeah, hoping for, again, my checklist of things I kind of want to see tonight. More physical play from a few guys in the bottom six. That's that's number three. Number two is going to be more shots and more pressure consistently at five on five. The Oilers have the ability to be one of the better five on five teams in the NHL. They showed that last season once Jay Woodcroft took over. Their numbers were very good. I like that. And finally, I want to see them get off to a good start. And one thing that I'm looking for since we have a couple of minutes here, I wrote about this over at Oilers Nation the other day. Getting Ryan Nugent Hopkins going is something that'll, I think he has it. He obviously has his hands in a lot of the cookie jars on this team, but getting going at five on five, that's directly tied to Ryan Nugent Hopkins, in my opinion. If McDavid and Dreisaitl are handling the top six, which again, that's the plan tonight, 
having Nuge going on that third line is huge. And a little rhyme there, right? Nuge is huge. But a big reason why I'm confident and one of my bold predictions at the start of the year was that Nuge is going to get back to being a 20-goal guy. Last year, he was at 11. He barely scored at 5-on-5 last season. His shooting percentage was below 8% last year. It's been below 8% in back-to-back seasons. Before that, it was three straight seasons of 12.5%, 12.4%, 15.2%. He scored at a 20-goal or better pace each one of those seasons. Shooting percentages usually at some point will regress to the mean. Eventually, you just start scoring on more of your shots when you've been kind of cold for as long as Nugent Hopkins has. Like Shooting percentages in the 7% range for a guy who is, one, as talented as Nugent Hopkins, and two, gets as much power play time as him, that's not normal. I think his shooting percentage will start to bounce back towards that 10, 11, 12% mark. And while this year he hasn't scored yet through two games, it's coming. I'm telling you, this is going to be a better season for Ryan Nugent Hopkins. He will get back to that 20 goal pace. And hey, maybe it starts tonight against Buffalo. And maybe that third line starts to hum along with Nuge, Holloway, and Warren Fogle tonight. That's another thing I am keeping an eye on. That is all the time we have, though, today on Oilers Nation Every Day, a short for giant game day edition of the show live from the Sports Closet studio. Enjoy the game tonight. Frank Saravalli is at the NHL's Board of Governor meetings. He will be in on the show tomorrow, and hopefully we're breaking down an Oilers win. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being active on the YouTube, and we'll chat tomorrow. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.